If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? Taking the world by storm by winning championships? Of course. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the things that are all top five. And I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's the one and only, the reigning, defending, left-right, left-right champion, Aim on the Mic. And before we get into today's pod, we'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thanks, guys. So you followed us on our journey to create the Mount Rushmore of wrestling past. You know, we... The wrestling gods. The wrestling gods. Like, we're, we're putting up the statue. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time today where we address the current. The you elephant know, in the room? Yeah, the elephant in the room that is wrestling today. What could be the top five wrestlers going in the business today. Now we want to set up rules where or actually no rules because this can be cross promotion. So we can dive into WWE. We can dive into AEW, new Japan impact, pretty much any of those promotions out there. And, you know, I, I don't have my list in a particular order, but Oh, I do. You do. I'll make sure to notify you anybody whenever I list my number one guy. So I'm going to kick things off and I'm going to potentially undercut DJ AM for whatever reason, because I enjoy it. One of my top five wrestlers going today has got to be AJ styles. Now I did say this list is not in order. And this is one of the main reasons because the list gets crowded as we move on. But AJ Styles puts up matches, no pun intended, that are phenomenal. I cannot just speak enough goodwill about AJ Styles. Everyone knows his time in New Japan. Everyone knows his time in TNA. And now in the WWE, he he's done it all. He's won every title. He's done everything he needs to do. And AJ Styles is one of the best wrestlers going today, bar none. Bar none. All right. Your, that's your number five. I'm, uh, you say you're not going to put it in any order. I would like to think that you put AJ on number five. You're that kind of person. You're going to piss a lot of people off by saying that now. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, the, I'm the bad guy. You are the bad guy. You put him down as number five. And for me, I got to say somebody who's killing it, as much of it explains because I think he's getting stale, is Roman. I think... Uh, I liked it when he was healed, but I feel like 
Like I said it before when we talked about who should they throw in Roman. It's getting still, but he's been killing it. He's been carrying SmackDown on his back. And even Kenny Omega said that he's putting the company on his back right now as WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. So, yeah, he's gonna, Roman's going to be on my number five. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to put Roman on my list. And I know it's the, the whole Mount Rushmore deal was to have different lists, but... To me, Roman as a character, you know, we used to, a lot of people used to bash him. Like, oh, he's just the same dude. He needs to lose the vest. He needs to be a heel. And when he did those things, the characters changed. 100%. Roman, Roman reigns as a character, as a champion, a dual champion at that, of the two top titles in WWE. He's just that dude. He... He's polarizing everywhere he goes. Yeah. He's working arguably the best he's ever worked. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I can't see another era of Roman that was that great, Shield included. Yeah. But he's just like He's killing it. He's killing it, but the thing with Roman, and I think this is what WWE is going to realize very soon. You know, there was the rumors that he's working the reduced schedule. Yeah. He wants to go Hollywood, which, you know, hey, can you blame him? But WWE has invested so much in Roman, I feel as if there's no one else there. I mean, granted, you could say Cody, Seth, blah, blah, blah. But when you talk about a star that is polarizing as Roman, mm-hmm. that gets the reaction, the the ticket sales, that the has, merch. That has the crowds cry. He made, like, people attending. I don't know when the last time... I saw WWE where the audience were crying after a beatdown. And it's like, you get that reaction, that Cena reaction, Stone Cold, The Rock, you know, Shawn Michaels, Hulk. Roman is that dude for this generation. Mm -hmm. It was well, and this isn't like me being a WWE fanboy. It is very well documented that Roman is the guy for this generation. It's not Seth. It's not AJ. It's Roman. Should it be more than one? Absolutely. Of but, course. Or, yeah. But, and I feel like Vincent and WWE is going to realize that once Roman goes to Hollywood that they don't have another top guy like Roman. No. But um, you have to give credit to WWE puts their eggs in one basket. And at this point, at this moment, it's working. But what's going to happen once Roman goes to Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the same thing like post-Cena. Remember there was that time post-Cena where everyone, they were pushing Roman Mm -hmm. and everyone's like, oh, we don't like him. Like, he's just not it. You got to let it happen naturally. And he Mm -hmm. let it happen naturally later on. And here we are. So Roman Reigns and uh, so far I have AJ and Roman as my two top workers in the business today. I'm going to pass it off to you. Let's hear another one. So I said, so far I said, who did I say? Number five, I said Roman. Roman. So number four for me, it's got to be... Um, I'm gonna. Ch- I'm. Mm. This is gonna be hard. This is gonna be a tough one, but I think it has to be um, Hangman Page. I was one I, of. I, I was thinking about that. I, I was torn by Kenny Omega or and Hangman Page, but I feel like it, it, they're the same because they both during the pandemic era carried it and um, done so well with each other with it and. Hangman Page was so good, you know. You had you had the app. Do you had him being like the drunk with the Kenny Omega, 
And then Brian Danielson, that hour match, that was Hangman Page's first hour hour match in uh, in wrestling. And he thought he wasn't able to do it, but he did it. And at the moment, CM Punk is now the world champion. That match was great. But, yeah, I think my number four pick would be um, Hangman Page. Yeah, um, the Hangman obviously has, has risen up in AEW. You know, he was always that, like, he was the Daniel Bryan type for AEW, where he was like that underdog coming into the company, um, whenever it formed. Not, not a lot of people knew him. No one not knew a lot him. of people knew him, and then yeah. all of a sudden, he got the the people going, people yeah. behind him, and you know, the rest is history. Yeah. Um, I do love the buckshot lariat. I think that's one of the dopest moves. Punk mm-hmm. tried to do it, and I don't know if that was like a work or whatever, mm-hmm. but twas not bucking like a. Uh, hangman page does yeah um what happens next post-punk and hangman page feud i don't know for him but it's gonna be interesting to see moving forward now you mentioned the next guy i'm about to say and that is kenny omega kenny omega whether you like him or not has some of the best matches in the wrestling business if you ask you know the mental but you know yeah what does i got now no, no. And there's a lot of people that like say, oh, like he's just an indie darling. He's just a New Japan darling. And yes, some of his oh, best work comes from New mm-hmm. Japan, um, AEW as well. But I mean, he's just a phenomenal worker. I mean, the spots he does, he oh. can fly around the ring, technical. Like it's, he checks all the boxes. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's, um, no pun intended, phenomenal. And um, speaking of phenomenal, I would not be saying AJ since you said AJ already. So I feel like that speaks. For oh wow, you're you're digging you're digging that hole for me, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, you put him as number five, but you know, I wouldn't have put him as number five. But uh, my number three, um, people can hate me when I say this, Corbin. R- what Corbin? Because he Corbin <laughs> only because he makes you hate him. He does such oh. a good job. Hating, you know, uh, yeah, no, Corbin. I, I, Corbin is doing such a good job. Gosh, nah. that that caught me off because Cor- you know, you know, I, I changed my mind because I just started WrestleMania 35 and him, Matthew Carango. I'm not, I'm not gonna go away, Corbin. I just wanted to see your reaction. Also, I uh, I was amazed because I was like, yes, I agree, and I'm a big Baron Baron really? Corbin, not Happy Corbin, and I for the same sentiment. He he's just a freaking great heel yep. he can just make you hate him um, like, whoa you're getting out there so seth rollins seth rollins respect I, uh, that number three seth rollins um ever since he turned heel and he's just been stepping up you know from the messiah to the visionary to going all that like one step out of the other just, he's killing it he's just going number three i'm going with that so the next one on my card. You're has, number three. Mind you, AJ Styles was number five on your list. So I went AJ, Roman, Kenny. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do, this will be my four or my two. If you're really looking at it either way. Um, it's more or less a legacy. A group type. legacy, yeah. No, yeah, the whole group. Um, a legacy pick for me because what he has done in mm-hmm. wrestling as a whole Mm-hmm. and he's still doing it today, is a testament. Y2J, Chris Jericho. I mean, you 30 talk, years later. 30, 30 years. Exactly. And you talk about a guy 
who wrestled in WWE, first mm-hmm. undisputed champion. You know, I'm not going to run through the whole stat line, but you know what he did there. The most run, the most. Uh, I think he's the most person to held the Intercontinental title nine times. There you go. And then he goes over to New Japan, kills tears, it over there. There's a house down in Tokyo, though. The pain maker, you know, I think that's that was yeah. his uh, mm-hmm. moniker back there. You watch the indies. I, I don't watch the indies. Yeah, you're you're not an indie darling like me. Yeah. Um, but then he goes over to AEW, Le Champion. He's the first champion of the AEW, bubbly. the bubbly. A guy that just, like you said, recreates himself constantly. The character is always fresh. He delivers made, on every aspect. He made us care about Jake Hager, something that WWE could never have done. Mm-hmm. Inner circle. Yeah. I mean, Sammy Guevara, arguably, that time spent with Chris Jericho was invaluable. And no one knew about him. And mm-hmm. at this time, AEW was about bringing spotlight to these young up-and-coming talents. And um, I would say it put the spotlight on Sammy. Exactly. And, you know, just for me, Chris Jericho, just for the fact he's been doing it for so long and he's still relevant. He's still doing it. He is still doing it at a higher level, much like Randy Orton. You know, it's just it's just I respect those people that can do it for so long and continue to be relevant. That's just, it's a lot because with all these new people coming in, you got to stay afloat somehow because it's like, oh, how many times are you going to watch Y2J Chris Jericho? Mm -hmm. It gets gets boring after a while. This is coming from a big Chris Jericho fan, but he reinvents himself. He has the catchphrases, the merchandise. It just goes, it goes to show you. Yeah. Um... I was going to say Randy on it, but I put him on my Matt Rushmore, so I'm not going to say Randy. It's basically the same as Chigarino. We've been doing this for 20 years on top. Uh, my number two pick is going to be Matt Condona. Oh, really? That's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a you pick. I know that. That. Is, that. that is a me pick, and I feel like ever since leaving WWE, he's been tearing the house down. Been, you know, he told me to go fuck myself. I don't, did I send you that? Um, I think I remember you sending me that screenshot. Yeah, I, he told me to go fuck myself. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Matt Condora fan. I'm enjoying the work he's doing. Hopefully, he makes his way back into WWE. And I, if he does, I feel like he could be the next Drew McIntyre. And he, I think his personality could do so much better in NXT 2.0. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge. 
one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe. B-L- and all that. As a so, heel. As a heel. Please, Matt, come back. Come back, Matt. So. Um, number two. And he's also just like, he's a guy I never really thought would be like a heel, like mm-hmm. as he's been in the indies. But yeah, like, his work in GCW is insane. Oh yeah, um, and he, and he's a hell of a wrestler too. Like no, yeah. not, no, he's always been a hell of. And uh, speaking of something adapt, he adapted from like from tag team to a single. He just never had a chance to show it on the uh, bigger screen. And like for and everyone knows like the whole Zack Ryder situation, but yeah. he was over in the company. It's just for whatever reason WWE, aside from the IC title match at WrestleMania and his US title victory. Could care less about he, him. He, I feel like he's the reason why WWE is on social media now because when he was on YouTube and Twitter, he, he WWE was was on tout. If you remember that. Oh my gosh! God. Yes. Well, they were trying to push that off. Zach was just blowing up the internet and this made WWE like maybe we should be on social media in 2012. So it's like, well, Zach Ryder, I don't think WWE would be on social media for where he is. Exactly. Um, I want to do two honorable mentions because, like, it's just, I don't know. I, I want to talk about these two people, and I feel like you would want to talk about them as well. But um, I do want to talk about Cody Rhodes, and I do want to talk about MJF. I, especially given what happened last night, whether it's work or shoot. But I want to talk Cody first, only for the fact he is the first defected from AEW to WWE. He is bridging that gap potentially to recruit more talent. And we could see an influx from AEW to WWE. And what, what and how he has been presented as in the WWE now, as the main eventer, as a big deal, considering where he was when we last seen him in WWE. We all know that story. Mm-hmm. You, as much as like you can hate AEW, you cannot like Cody Rhodes. A man much like Drew McIntyre rebuilt himself on the indie circuit. Like the whole story, he bet on himself. Mm-hmm. You really just can't not deny it, you know? Kind of like just say, eh, whatever, he sucks. No, this man did what he had to do, and he arguably took a big risk leaving WWE, especially at a time where AEW wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. It was just the Indies. It was, it was just a thought. It was just a thought, and it was just the Indies. He could have been lost in obscurity and never to return again, or went to Impact and just lived there. But no, he he did himself, and he made himself the star, and here we are. Now, MJF. Mm-hmm. One of those guys where I'm always convinced he is living in kayfabe. But he also convinces me he might just be that much of a douche in real life. That's why I love him. That's why you love him. Character work alone, young star. 26. And and given given what happened last night on AEW Rampage, or Dynamite, that promo, the the proverbial pipe bomb for MJF, 
where he's like, uh, he doesn't want to be here. Like Tony Khan, please fire me. Drops Stop suspending money on X WWE stars. Blah blah blah. I was surprised he mentioned WWE by name. Yeah, because I know mentioning counter promotions is kind of like the big no no. Mm-hmm. But damn, that promo was something else. Oh. I do you think it was a worker shoot? Dude, I, I can't even tell you that answer. I honestly don't know. I think, it's I, a work. I think it's a work just because how many executive producers were there in the studio of TNT because they just had a big merger too and they wanted to show how why this show should stay on TNT and shouldn't be canceled. I, I think it was a work. Now, there are points in that story that got me to like, I'm still in between, much like you. There was a tweet from the AEW like Twitter where it's like, oh, MJF is coming out. And it was a picture of him walking down the ramp. Mm. Right after that promo, the picture was deleted. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. But, and I know this is going to sound super douchey. And this is going to sound like typical AEW supporter. In my head, AEW creative would be more... I don't want to say ideal or smarter than WWE creative because obviously WWE is gigantic, but I would, I would put it up to more of AEW to like do something like that where they delete a tweet featuring a yeah. superstar because like even then there's a whole thing happening with Sasha and Naomi um, over yeah. in WWE and they released that public statement. It was like those those are the two parallels for like mm-hmm. MJF and then the Sasha Naomi situation. But um, oh, go ahead. I, I just no, like I just don't think WWE would let a superstar. They they did let Punk do it, like the pipe bomb, mm-hmm. but that was back in a different day. And but time. they also went over it. They to a point they kept going. They're like, all right, it was they, it was a word. They knew what they were what they were gonna say and when to come off. But I feel like here's my thing: you have seen Punk working in WWE and AEW. You you have they're not they're not. They're not stupid. They know everyone's talking about this on the internet. They have the people's fingers on the pulse. Let's get everyone's ears on AEW. Let's blow up that YouTube videos and those um and the, those ones on Instagram. You have Punk. It's, like I said, it, we know for a fact that some parts of it is true with the money arguments and the fact that he went on a podcast without the HR knowing. Um. And all that, not the HR, the uh, one PR? PR. That's what it was, PR team. So I feel like they're blending reality into uh, fiction into our screens, and I feel like it might be a work. And MJF is that type of person at, that will never tell you what to work, what to shoot. He's always, like you said, always a character. I love it because that's kind of me on air when we used to do our radio shows. Me just being that asshole twenty four seven. And also, first of all, he is also my number one on my Mount Rushmore. Let me just get really? that away. Yeah, he is my number one. Um, he's been doing great work. He, he love the guy, but uh, you know he has his fingers on the pulse and makes it. He's like the only one person you don't know what's real and what's not. Twenty four seven. His parents, his parents are in it, saying that we hate our son. Yep. Which, which is great. It's like, a big deal. I love, which I love. Like I. So for me, my number one was very, very in flux between like Jericho and Roman. Oh, I never Kenny. said my name too, right? I kind of no, lost was... track. We kind of went. Roman. Wanna... Yeah. AJ, Roman. You said Jericho. 
I said Seth. Yeah, and then number five. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're good. I yeah. I didn't say my number one. I know that because I've this whole time I've gotten sidetracked with MJF and Cody, mm-hmm. but um. And I know I can drop some like Koto Ibushi, you know, um, Hiroshi Tanahashi, like people mm-hmm. from New Japan, because those guys work insanely well. Um, but for me, and this is the thing that got me, that won me over, um, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, only for the fact and I know you, you want to be different from my list, but the thing that got me for Seth Rollins was again the Cody build without having Cody there. So he built a feud by himself and he worked it every single week. He did the character work. You know, you kind of laid out the groundwork for Seth Rollins, but the the promo he cut on Monday night. Just past where, Monday. This past mm-hmm. Monday, where he was talking about Cody and like how I hate you. You've tried tearing down like that. Oh. You, what were you going to say? I say tearing out the throne, and now you're here to take it. Yeah, that promo, you can tell, much like MJF, was speaking from the heart. Yeah. Because Seth Rollins is a WWE guy. He's a Triple H guy. He's, he's a Triple a, H guy. He's a Dusty Rhodes guy uh, who is literally Cody Rhodes' dad. And there's beef there because Cody said he hates uh, Dusty's kids. Or he yeah. doesn't hate them, but like... He's kind of like indifferent about them. Yeah. And Seth Rollins is the WWE guy. Like yeah. he is as much as like Roman is like the champion and blah, blah, blah. Seth Rollins is Mr. WWE. He, it, he is Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Just like, just like how Hulk, there was Hulk Hogan and was the Mr. Mr. WWE and Shawn was Mr. WrestleMania. Seth is Mr. Shawn Michaels, Mr. WrestleMania. Exactly. And, you know, getting back to that promo where he's like, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Like you tried to tear down what I'm building here, blah, blah, blah. It's just the it's just the work that he's done over the years, evolving from the, like, the architect. That turn from the shield, like all time great heel turn. The twist, you know, no one saw it coming. Everyone thought, like it was, that. everyone thought it was Dean and WWE was like, WWE knew how obvious they were being. And they're like, we'll switch it up. Exactly. Yeah. And it could have been an easy thing with Roman to have him turn. Yeah. But they were like, no, he's going to be the good guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Seth, just his work in the ring too. He's just amazing. And, you know, for him to have also the first cash in at Mania successful Mm -hmm. in a triple threat threat featuring Roman and Brock. You know, he stole the show from them. He he just did everything. Highs of that, the century. Yeah. I mean, it's just insane. He's tied to the most iconic moments as of late for WWE. And for him to be the first opponent for Cody Rhodes to face coming back to WWE, it shows you how much stock they have in Rollins and how much they view him as a big of a star as Roman. Yeah. And the best part about it is he doesn't need a title to do it. Oh, no. You know? He, he, he's just like the fiend in my point. Um, heel Seth doesn't need a title. I feel like face Seth obviously needs a title because he's a fighting champion. Hero says he's just a person who pokes some um, pokes the bear. Like he's making mm-hmm. the match of Royal Rumble, getting into Roman's head. Like I'm the one who broke the shield. I took that away from you, and then coming in with the set, coming in with the shield engine, the shield the and bear, the vest. It's all that, and then Capes laughing every time he's getting the steel shots. Roman technically couldn't pin him or make him tap out. 
I'll pass him out. It was great work, and I think Seth is probably the top heel. Works better as a heel than a face. Oh yeah, probably- there's there's always those wrestlers who have yeah. like the better. Like Randy is always a better heel yeah, than a face. Miz. Miz for sure. Like- he's also a guy I like to mention every now and then, just because yeah. like he's he's had a lot of IC title runs. He's. I feel work. like I, I feel like his best work is when he has a title. Oh yeah. Because I feel like he's more driven to make a point. Be like, I'm. I deserve this title. Like I, yeah, I go ahead. No, as I was say, I know like there's people like Kevin Owens, Sami oh, Zayn, yeah. those, like, those are, workers. But I'm talking yeah. about like the cream of the crop, like oh, across yeah. every promotion. And and Finn Balor, and no knocks to them mm-hmm. at all. But like WWE aren't really using them that much. Like if they were higher in the card, then yeah. But like there be weeks that you don't see Finn. There's weeks that you won't see Seth. People like Cody, people like Seth, Roman, Matt Cardona, all those guys on a consistent basis, either on TV or blowing up the internet. Mm-hmm. And, but, um, yeah, who do you think, if out of everyone, number one, past, present, future, top guy? Like, you talking about, like, on the list we just made, or? On the, on the list we made. For... For sake of like star power alone, I'm gonna go Roman because mm-hmm. I feel like he has the most. Um, I don't want to say versatility. Uh, I could say versatility because like he can go Hollywood and do a decent job there. He has the reaction. He has the following. The merchandise. Blah blah blah. So I'm gonna go Roman for that. I'm gonna say Jericho, but only because. I feel like he's the only reason why EEW isn't an indie show. Yeah. Because you, you got, right off the bat, they signed the biggest free agent in WWE and the World Wrestling. And basically saying that this is not just another indie fad. This is not control your narrative with EC3 or ZZW. This is a legit wrestling promotion. And we're getting Chris Jericho. I agree to that 100%. Like uh, it was just that was the thing. Whenever yeah. AEW was announced, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, he's just going to appear." No, he's going to be the flag bearer for this company right off the mm-hmm. bat. And, and you know, because everyone knows him. Past, exactly. Present. Yeah, he's everyone knows Y two J, and it was a huge help. Like you can argue AEW wouldn't be AEW without mm-hmm. Jericho. Oh yeah, no. Because like, sure, they had Cody, they had the Bucks, they had yeah. Kenny, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. And what a way of having your first title won by a WWE guy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you could do Chris Jericho, you could do Cody, but Chris was just on WWE a year before. He yep. wasn't gone like Cody for six years. But you know what's never gone? What? More Get Comfy podcasts. Of course, if you feel like watching and listening to more episodes of the Get Comfy Podcast, you can every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only. Hey, man, Mike. And we'll see you guys next time. Deuce. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.